before you connect the dots, make sure the dots are real. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to The Virtue Signal. I'm Bill Woodo with my friend Alfonso Rachel, and this is the show where we try to talk a little bit about some of the things going on beneath, behind, above, below the politics of the situation. Uh, Zoe, I got a, a problem, and I know a lot of other people have this problem, and maybe you have this problem too, so I thought maybe we could talk about it, see if we can make some sense out of it. Yeah. Uh, a couple shows ago, we did a, a segment called um, Telling the Truth, where it, we were trying to figure out how you can tell what is true. Mm-hmm. And when you look at what's going on out there in the world today, there's just so many things that are just monumental that have a real bad smell to them, you know, something fishy, really smells fishy. Mm -hmm. Now, on the spectrum of extremes, the best way to figure out a spectrum is to go to the two extremes, right? On one hand, all the way on one side, there are people who think that everything is hunky-dory, certainly may be a series of bad coincidences, but the system is working and, and, uh, and... and all of the actions taken during the pandemic were reasonable and, and you know, all, all of this, right? Everything is, everything is pretty much normal. Then on the other far side of the spectrum, you got people who believe that there's either a, a, a guy or a small group of guys that are pulling levers and saying invade Ukraine now or this or that, you know, and, and that everything is under, is under control of like everything is under control. And I find myself um, between these two positions and I find myself used to living very close to the, well, things are more or less, you know, the way they seem. And as time goes on and evidence accumulates, I find myself drifting more and more and more towards some kind of kind of uber explanation of, of what's going on. Because some of these things are, seem to be so big and so nefarious, and there's evidence for them. So not so much about the specifics. I'm not trying to make the case for that. I thought we could talk today about... Uh, skepticism versus naivete and and where the balance is and why it's probably wrong to be on either one of those poles right the the um, the naive view is that is that nothing is going on that everything in government is accountable that Jeffrey Epstein did hang himself for example during that 12 minute video blackout that's the completely naive pers- uh, perspective the completely spectacle percept uh, uh, perception is that, is that nothing happens without um, control of you know of the World Economic Federation or something like that? I happen to think that that the distance, that the, the difference rather between these two is getting narrower, and I find myself more and more finding myself towards the very skeptical position. I still don't believe that everything is under control, but I do believe that. Some of the very large-scale things we've seen, Hillary Clinton walking free, election uh, irregularities, we'll say, uh, you know, these flagrantly um, uh, anti-scientific and contradictory um, uh, mandates during the lockdown, all this stuff. So just for the sake of the general argument, uh, would you rather be completely skeptical or would you rather be completely naive or neither or both? Um, I'd have to go with uh, neither 
I'd rather not uh, uh, be either either one of those things. And I think, uh, hey, as I'm an American, man, I can have the, the choice to, to, to not be either one of those. Right. And every individual has their own choice and every single individual has got a slightly, slightly different position. Indeed. Man. And, and, and choices, you know, they come with consequences and not all consequences are bad. You know, there's just going to be, you know, something that's going to be subsequent to that. You know, and um, now the thing about, I guess, to, to your your point about this stuff being controlled, I would say, yeah, there's a, a lot of this stuff is orchestrated. Now, Biden- Orchestrated, that's a much, I'm sorry to interrupt you, man, but that's a much better word. That's the word I should have been looking for than controlled. Okay. Controlled means you got like a little, like a, it's like a radio control airplane. I'm not talking <laughs> about, I, I, I don't mean that. But, but certainly the ability to, like, for example, when, when the Democrats said uh, during the Obama administration, never mm. let a crisis go to waste, right? Mm. That kind of thing. Orchestration of events. Yes, yes. And even uh, Biden with, um, you know, his buffoonery, his this, this inept guy who just really, who, this gaffe machine who gets out there and says things like, dude, you, you don't, why, why did you say that? And well, as far as I'm concerned, and I, I'm just one of those, Bill, that doesn't like to, to lean on Biden having like a, a, a mental illness, uh, even if he does, this stuff is still orchestrated. Democrats are going to do a lot of damage. By the time people figure out, it's like, dude, this guy is a burger short of a Happy Meal and Kamala is not far behind him. By the That's time right. they do what they've done, the damage is going to be done. And the damage probably almost maybe irreparable. From where, where, where do we go from here? I don't know. But this is orchestrated. Um, and, and I don't like to say that I see, I, I prefer to say that these people are evil geniuses. I don't like to use the language that they're 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 off their rocker and stuff like that because these off their rocker people got past. No, they're us. not off their rocker. Right. No, no, no. I, I I don't believe that. Yeah, yeah. It's like Trump, despite all the MAGA, and he's going to drain the swamp and all that sort of stuff. Hey, they were still able to cheat their way into the White House. He's still president, as far as I'm concerned. But they occupy the White House. They're illegitimate. So, but this stuff is being orchestrated. Man, they they run all the institutions of influence. They're, they're, they're in everything. And people are sending their kids to their institution of influence. They got a whole army, right, of people out there ready to let this stuff go. And people are, are being outraged about certain things that they, that, that's pointless to be outraged about. And mm. Democrats are controlling the narrative. They're controlling the language. They're in control of all of it. And uh, so to answer your question, yeah, man, it's uh, there's there's an orchestration that is definitely going on. And conservatives need to be mindful to not be played because, unfortunately, a lot of Republicans, the Democrats have getting getting as far as they are in promoting their lies, obvious lies, obvious lies. I mean, it, it cracks me up when when you have these same godless liberals who are who, who try to say that we Christians believe in a, a Bible that's full of contradictions. Democrats are contradictions all day. And that's one of the reasons why I believe the Bible itself is because I, I don't want to be in you guys' same frequency. You guys hate the Bible more than anything else. Doesn't matter what it, any other religion, they got tolerance for those. But that Christianity thing, they, they particularly don't like. As they sit there and contradict themselves over Biden, contradicting himself, I don't know how many times this past, you know, a couple of weeks. Right. Contradicting themselves all the time. They contradict themselves on uh, on on science. They contradict themselves on history. They're totally dyslexic and contradicting on everything while trying to lecture us about what a contradiction is. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be on your frequency. I have a basis of truth that I am going to stick to. And y'all ain't taking that away from me. Yeah, just this last couple of days as we record this, we've watched them contradict themselves on contradicting themselves. <laughs> yes. You know, and, and now, now you reach the level of like the sublime, like, 
oh, now we're in a metaphysical uh, kind of a of, of a thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I probably. F- I, I can answer that question about whether I would rather be 100% naive or 100% skeptical. In other words, would I rather believe everything or believe nothing? Hmm. I would rather believe everything. But but as as time goes on, I try to I try to there's a great danger in in believing in uh, in things that aren't true. Uh, not only is there a, a, a danger of being wrong, but there's also a danger that you can consume yourself in the process. So I, when I, whenever I, I look at the situation, especially when I try to, when I end, end up having to move my position down that spectrum of naivete and skepticism, whenever I find myself moving, I always have to ask myself, is there, is there grounds for this, right? Is, is there, are there, are there grounds for this? When, when Hillary Clinton walked free after, after obvious, obvious violation of federal law, I said, something's wrong. When, when uh, James Comey, and we find out the FBI was behind all of this uh, Russian um, collu- uh, collusion um, allegations against Donald Trump and that it was instigated by the Democratic Party and Hillary Clinton, I move again. When, when they tell me that Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide during a 12-minute break in the video cameras, which suddenly went out and went back on again, I move again. When, when I hear from um, Dr. Fauci, Center of Disease Controls, and all the other experts that uh, that we must lock ourselves indoors unless we have to go out for a, a government-improved protest, in which case it's okay to go out and stand chica gel next to people, but be sure you <laughs> lock yourself in when you come back. I move again. When they say that you must be vaccinated with four booster shots, but natural immunity doesn't count, I move again and again and again. And I've been moving a lot lately. And so I wanted to talk to you about the the, the process by which we can know to what degree this is real and not find ourselves going beyond the limit of what the evidence is because we have been under attack for so long. The reason that a lot of, a lot of progressives will say, I don't, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't, see what you, I don't see why you shouldn't trust the news. And my answer is that's because the news has not been lying about you for 20 years. When somebody tells a lie about you, you know it's true because they're lying. <laughs> if somebody tells a lie about somebody else, you have no way to know if that's true or not. So, so here's, here's the thing that I worry about. On one hand, I worry about people who, who, who can't see anything wrong. And, and I think it's because the idea of that kind of evil or that kind of damage, you talked about damage, that that kind of damage, that that kind of damage could already be done to our institutions. It's just, they just don't want to believe it. But I also worry about the other end of the spectrum, Zoe, because we have been, we have been lied to and attacked, and, and, and so many of the things we love have been destroyed by the left that I'm noticing a, a trend that if the left says, you know, if an apple uh, uh, drops off a tree, it'll fall to the ground, and, we're t- and we have an immediate inclination, no, it won't, no, it won't, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I'm not doing this to criticize our team. I understand exactly where it comes from. I'm, I'm doing this to keep us on the side of, of truth. That's what this show's all about. That's the ultimate virtue, in my opinion, is truth. Everything else is, if 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 something's not true, everything that follows is 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 not going to last. So, what do you think about these two dangers? What do you think about the danger of of not being able to accept the fact that there's something wicked this way comes versus every 
time any leftist says anything, if they beat us to the punch, if they if they say anything like gravity is is a law, no, it's not. What, what do you think about these two um, positions, and and what can we do about that? Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate because I think it's a great example. Like when you talk about this extreme of like uh, you know the the apple falling tree that hits grounds, like no, it's not. Uh, a great example of that, and don't get me wrong, because I don't put nothing past Democrats. I don't put nothing mm-hmm. past what they'll do. I, um, I agree. And and but I the, just need to see some evidence for it. Sure, sure, and and they and they give plenty of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know it, the, the word says, you know, when we're talking about love, you know, it, it trusts all things. Now that doesn't mean that when we talk about trust, we're not trusting to the degree of naivete. We're talking about the trust in the sense of the confidence and the courage. It's, if you don't have a sense of trust, you're gonna be walking around in fear. That's the thing about it. That's why it says love, trust, right? So you can't have this fear. You have to have a sense of trust. And you can't go to the extreme of just like you were saying, uh, you know, with Democrats, well, we we don't want to have a knee-jerk reaction of just because they say, no, it's not, that's not true. And I'll I'll give give a great example of that right now, Bill. When Democrats say we have a problem of systemic racism, right? white privilege, uh, white supremacy, the typical conservative response is, no, we don't. And that's been to our detriment. The biggest weapon the Democrats have is the race baiting tool. That's their biggest weapon. That's how they're doing all the damage that they're doing. Absolutely, yes. And right when they make that charge, Republicans say, no, we don't. There is no systemic racism. There is no white privilege. And when they do that, they wipe the Democrats slate clean for them and try to make corrections. No, it's not white privilege. It's liberal elite privilege. It's like, no, it's white privilege. Don't let them get their gift. They're basically handing their weapon to you on a silver platter. Mm-hmm. They're, they're marking an X of where you can say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to trip and fall on purpose and fall on my own sword here. You can put the sword where you want for me. I will trip and fall over it for you. And conservatives say, nope basically wiping their slate clean, and now you have nothing to charge them with, and the Democrats can go ahead and take that and put that accusation on you. That's how it's been, and, it's, and conservatives have been doing this for years, and I've been warning of it for years. Don't yeah. give this to them. When they say there's systemic racism, they, yeah, you're right, and every place it is, that's where you control things. That's you, right? Yeah, that's right. So it's, it's, there's there's no white privilege, really. Well, um, I noticed that during that, and I talked about this just a little while ago, we have this this horrible issue. Well, I, you got Democrats trying to make it as bad as uh, uh, another 9-11. Uh, but we, lo- we saw somebody lose their life on January 6th. Mm-hmm. And um, that person, that white person who shot Ashley Babbitt is still going free. Uh, somebody got their life taken that day and people got taken to jail and they're still there. Uh, but I noticed that between this person, Hillary Clinton, Anthony Fauci, all the stuff that they're doing, they're the ones who are pulling the strings. They're the ones with all the power. They're the ones sitting at the top of this power, the supremacy. That's them. Sure, they got their lackeys of different colors and all that sort of stuff. They're still doing their bidding. So yeah. When, now, when we let these people go and do that and say that there is none, well, that's the tool that they continue to beat us over the head with. It's not a good idea to just be overly skeptic and just reject what they say. Sometimes you can use that stuff against them. Yeah, so you're saying that they come at us with the sword and we throw ourselves on the sword when we could, in fact, disarm them, take the sword and use the sword against them absolutely. with great effect. Yes. Yeah, and you've, you've mentioned this many times before. And you're absolutely right. Uh, like, for example, I saw just, uh, 
a couple days ago. I, and when I say saw, I watched, I could watch about as much as I could bear, about 10 seconds, mm. uh, of Joe Biden passing this historic anti-lynching legislation. Mm. And Cam, I only saw Kamala Harris saying, do you know that, you know, with all these lynchings that happened, uh, you know, that there is still no anti-lynching laws on the book, that an anti-lynching law has never been passed by the federal government to, our, you know, shame, shame, shame. <laughs> and I asked myself, what about first degree murder laws? Do we have any of those? Mm -hmm. You know, have, have has, has first degree murder ever been um, been been used to uh, to prosecute prosecute in a case like this? Mm -hmm. So when when you see this kind of kabuki, <laughs> it's exactly what you were talking about. You want to say your, your first reaction is to want to say there hasn't been a lynching in this country and nearly a hundred years mm -hmm. but but that's kind of what they want you to say right what you need to say is the people who did all the lynching were you guys i'd feel much better about an anti-democrat law than an anti-lynching law because let's get to the root cause of the problem here mm -hmm. right then you get to bring up the kkk and the jim crow laws and and all of you know you know lester maddox and 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 all of these guys all democrats all of them mm -hmm. um but but kind of back up to the to the like the the bigger picture here um I'm a. I'm working on a series of of afterburners on the Great Reset because I didn't come up with that term, and and when I and when I look at, at at some of these things I'm seeing and I ask myself, are these things true or am I losing my mind? Uh, what I have to come up with sometimes is I have to come up with did this particular thing happen? Yes or no. And the Hillary thing happened, yes. The FBI thing happened, yes. The, the, the suppression of the, the Hunter Biden laptop, yes, that happened. Jeffrey Epstein happened, yes, that happened. And, and guys like the World Economic Forum are basically talking about, you know, how they're going to have one world economy. That happened. People in the high-tech business are talking about how we can hack human beings, not only predict what you can do, but determine what you can do. Yes, that's happening. These guys do meet once or twice a year, just all of the tech people. And this, this really happens. Mm -hmm. And if it didn't happen, if I didn't see video of them all getting off of their jets and walking together into some little villa, waving at the camera, you know, if I didn't see that video with my own eyes, my natural inclination would be to say, no, life is, life is, it's, 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 it, it, it's too complex to have that kind of orchestration. But there it is. And, and I just wanted to do this topic because, frankly, uh, I'd like to hear what, what people say about it, especially our members. I'd also like to know if anybody else out there is experiencing the same problem. And, and I guess finally, I'd like to know what you feel about it because I had a friend who did, um, I, I just noticed on their, um, on their Instagram feed, I've got a friend who, uh, who's very deep into this stuff and started laying out some of this stuff. And, and a lot of people, you know, basically gave her a lot of grief about it saying, you know, hey, this is just, you, you know, this is, this is around the bend. This is nutty. And, and her response was, well, I, I sourced it all with evidence, but I think a lot of people cannot will not believe that there could be that kind of evil in the world and that there could be that kind of that kind of damage done to our institutions uh, that has been out of sight this whole time. Oh, definitely, man. And, and you know, and, and just really quick, also to your to your point, um, with, with the lynching, the reason why we haven't we have the, uh, don't have those laws and they're trying to address it now was because Democrats themselves filibustered against it. You have Republicans say, hey, we need to knock it off with the lynching. You guys need to stop that. OK, but just like you said, it's already written. You can't deprive somebody of their life without due process of law. You can't just go form a mob and go lynch people. But Democrats have a nasty habit of doing that. <laughs> yeah, so they do, you know, but, but and then taking credit for stopping it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, that wasn't y'all. 
And, and, and it just like they do with a lot of stuff. But the thing is, Bill, you know, you can have evidence. And we talked about this before, man, where people would, will just reject truth, reject proof. You can have the proof sitting right there in front of me. We can have video, you know, going all even way back to Michael Brown. You got video of this dude robbing a liquor store and stuff like that. But no, he's a good kid. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and you can. That's why, you know, even having the cops go out there with video on them, they're still going to question that. They're still going to scrutinize it. I mean, even right now, people people can look at things with their own eyes, man, and, and still uh, be overly skeptical. The, 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 the Will Slip, uh, Smith slap. There's argument if it was a real slap. You got video of, of Chris Rock being slapped. Was it staged? Was it real? It's like, wow, man. I mean, it, you can have, and, and the thing is, Bill, the Bible warns of this stuff. People who are just going to have scales of their eyes, they'll look truth. Man, they'll, it's like they wouldn't know the truth if it died for them. You know, they looked truth right in the eye, slapped him, spit in his face and hung him on a stick. That's what, that's what we do. We take yep. truth and people just, wow. Kill they, it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, body cams just a second ago. Mm-hmm. And I realized that that's when I try to determine where I sit on the um, skepticism versus naivete mm-hmm. uh, spectrum. I, I certainly tend towards naivete. I, I, I have a hard time understanding how people could sell out their country for money. I just mm. I, I, I understand it and I know it happens. I just I just, you know. I just can't process it. Likewise, I can't process this need to own everything. I don't care what other people own. Mm-hmm. I don't care how nice somebody else's car or house is. It doesn't affect me at all, but it affects some people. So when I get down to where 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 I believe and where I where I fall on the spectrum, it really does for me come down to body cam footage. I know that that uh, after the George Floyd thing, there was another case of a white police officer shot a, a black man. But there was body cam footage or something, and it was clear that there was a life and death struggle going on. And likewise, I think we saw one case where this woman just just opened fire, you know. Um, and so I'm, I'm using body cam uh, footage as a, as a metaphor, obviously. But for me, I think, well, Carl Sagan said that extraordinary claims re- uh, require extraordinary proof. And to me, uh, video evidence or, or something like that is what it takes to move me. And I only move as far as that evidence will go. The problem is I keep seeing new evidence. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I think that's probably the safest way to, to go through uh, this, this life and all of this turmoil right now. The thesis of this uh, series that I'm starting is that this is not a revolution. Uh, it's a counter-revolution, what we're watching now. It's a it's an attempt of the aristocracy to return to the aristocracy, and um, and I think the evidence for that is compelling, and and I know a lot of people see what's going on. Here's I, I, I'll just I'll just hand this back to you as my close. I my my feeling is say yes, definitely connect the dots, but before you connect the dots, make sure the dots are real. <laughs> Love it. Love it. You know, and, and the thing is, and yeah, speaking of the uh, dots being connected and, and, and then be real, who's to determine it, it, a lot of this stuff? Is, it ends up being subjective, man. It's like you can you can have this evidence and truth right for it. But if they don't feel 
right? It's like, you know, a person like can look down and see the twig and berries, but if they don't feel like they're a man, they're just going to go with the lie that they're a woman, mm-hmm. you know, but it's how they feel. Um, you can have evidence like the Holocaust. You got people out there that just don't feel it was a real thing. They, they, they may feel like there's that, they're just, people couldn't was possibly- Was a real thing or people who feel like it was a real thing or not a real thing? They, 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 they don't feel like it was a real thing. It never happened. Oh, don't. Yeah. I, yeah. I just want to make sure you're clear on that. Yes. Yes. There are people who still deny it. Yes. Yeah. That it happened. Holocaust, you know, deniers, uh, or, or it wasn't really about race, you know, <laughs> things like that, that, that they'll go with. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it comes down to this feeling, you know, their truth and, and there can't be their truth or my truth or which there's just, there's just only one truth. That's um, exactly it. You know, and those things, I think they're deficiencies. You know, it's a deficiency to have this subjective view of truth. Like, I'll, I'll give you uh, an example. Uh, I think one of the, uh, there's an adage that people accept as absolute truth while saying there's no such thing as absolutes. Talk about it. <laughs> they don't believe in absolutes. Talk about a contradiction, right? But mm-hmm. among these people, they, 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 they stand by the, the adage of power corrupts and absolute uh, power corrupts absolutely. I think that is one of the most untrue statements ever made. It's a, it's a total untruth. Power doesn't corrupt. Weakness does. If a person gets power and they are weak to their temptation to lord over people, then that is the thing that will do evil. Weakness is a form of decay. If your morality decays, if your integrity decays, if you have power, if the morality in you decays, that is weakness and that is what you will be given over to. That's a good point. Weakness, it, it takes power to refrain from doing evil to people. It takes that, you know, that willpower. It, it, yep. you know, weakness is weakness is a funny thing, Bill, because weakness is like, um, I mean, it's not to say that weakness doesn't have a force of its own. Weakness is a negative. It's a negative force. It's like a black hole, mm-hmm. right? And you don't want to get caught in that black hole. <laughs> it's kind of it's hard to escape from. But the weakness itself is what drives people to do evil and they have the power to do that, but it's not the power that's making them do evil. You know, it's like I say, if power really corrupted, well, God would be corrupt. If absolute power corrupted, well, God would be absolutely corrupt. So just because a person has power, it doesn't mean that they're corrupt because it takes power to withstand corruption. It's the weakness that corrupts. But people have an, yeah, but people have an emotional attachment because that's something that they heard and it rung true with them for a minute. But I think it rings true and they cling to that on an emotional level because, you know, it's kind of like the have not mentality or, you know, you kind of, you know, the, uh, the, the viewing the powers of separate people that you, that you're going to have this arm's length with. I think it's a lot of that. But when you really get down to it, it's the weakness of people that corrupts. Yeah. There's just a lot of weakness out there. And Mm -hmm. I think that the, that, that the way the power works is, it's so seductive yes. that it that it it breeds weakness, it amplifies weakness, yes. and over time it erodes whatever um, moral core you may have. That's why if I was granted absolute power, I think that I might make a couple of very quick um, edicts, and then the last of which would be I hereby renounce this absolute power hmm. and do it before you know before it got to me. I'm not even sure I would do the edicts to be honest with you. Like Lord of the Rings. Um, that's right. That's it. My, my precious. <laughs> I'll do it for this edition of the Virtue Signal made possible by the members at BillWhittle.com. Um, it's always uh, great to hear your comments and feedback, not only at, on YouTube, but especially on the uh, members-only site and on forums and all that stuff. So for Alfonso, Rachel, I'm Bill Whittle. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. <laughs>